Now on Netflix. Inspired by the unbelievable true story of a fake hitman comes the new movie, Hitman, from Academy Award nominee Richard Linklater. At 96% certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, critics are calling Hitman a smart, sexy crime thriller with surprises at every turn. Starring Glenn Powell and Adria Arjona, Hitman. Now playing on Netflix and in select theaters. Rated R. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Welcome back to another volume of Truly Disturbing Tales from Reddit. Today we're going to be narrating three new and settling stories taken directly from the platform. I encourage you all to sit back, grab a snack, and enjoy these terrifying personal accounts. Now, without any further delay, let's jump right in. This happened to me about 15 years ago, and I still don't have an explanation for why it unfolded the way that it did. So my buddies and I went fish camping at a pretty remote lake off of a 4x4 trail about two hours from home. There were four of us total, all men, with me being the smallest at about 200 pounds. That's important for later. The camping spot had great fishing, as it has a nice deep spot with lots of trout right next to it. But the campground itself was rather rough. It's on the side of a steep hill with barely enough room for tents and a small fire ring. It's accessible by a rough, steep, winding 100-yard trail from where you park your 4x4 above the camp. We had a great day drinking beers and catching our limit on nice-sized trout. After it got dark, we made a small fire and just bullshit the night away. It was actually a great time. But suddenly, and without warning, there was another person at our campsite, shining a blinding light in our eyes from about 10 to 20 yards away. We didn't hear this person approach whatsoever. This person announced themselves as a sheriff. One of my friends asked, Are you a, our county's name, sheriff? The stranger didn't respond to the question. Instead, just shined a light in each of our faces, and then said, Have a good night, before walking off. We sat there dumbfounded asking each other, What the hell was that? After a moment or two of silence, curiosity eventually got the better of me. So I lit up this person with my stupidly powerful flashlight. He was about 50 yards away at this point, right before a crest and bend of the trail, just before he would have been out of sight. We all saw it. It was just some dude in a flannel shirt and jeans. I yelled, That is not a f***ing sheriff. He must have heard my exclamation, as we all saw him start moving quickly for a second before he was out of sight. A few moments later, we heard an engine start, and that was that. Strange we didn't hear the vehicle earlier, but I guess I can attribute that to being drunk and loud ourselves. Now what makes this situation actually kind of scary is 
What if it wasn't four big dudes that he had approached? What if it was a single person? Or a couple? What would he have intended to do to them? Should we have chased after this person after we realized the situation? Debatable. Should we have reported this to the actual sheriff's department? Absolutely. But sadly, we never did. We finished our camping weekend on edge and looking over our shoulders each night, not sure if we were going to have a run-in with that man once again. We never did, but like I said, over a decade later, I'm still wondering what that was all about. When I was about 9 or 10, I was invited to a classmate's birthday party at a water park attraction or something along those lines. All of us kids were about the same age. It was a small class of about 20 kids and I'm pretty sure that everyone was invited. Just to clarify here, I'm a boy. Anyway, I got kind of separated from everyone at some point and it was just me and this girl alone. I wasn't particularly close friends with her but I did know her as she was in my class. To describe the location we were in, it was a tunnel that connected the main wave pool to a lazy river. There wasn't really anybody else there, just me and her. When all of a sudden, she lunged at me without warning. She grabbed my head and held it underwater. I was a pretty skinny kid and she was bigger than me and a bit of a tomboy if I remember correctly. About 20 seconds went by as I furiously tried to free myself, but she wasn't letting go. Fight or flight, plus mass panic took over, and I eventually fought my way free from her grasp. I was coughing and sputtering water the entire time as I emerged. I remember looking at her and being just in plain shock. I think I began to ask why she did that when she lunged at me again. She again attempted to hold my head underwater for what felt like a lifetime before I fought my way free once more. Both times, I genuinely thought I was going to drown as I fought against her with every bit of my strength. I couldn't swim at this time, but the water in the lazy river and tunnel was just maybe chest high. I began to backpedal away from her. She was giggling as if it was funny and had this kind of crazed look. And we took all we brought them to our land an endless night ember hot and icy cold the rage of the earth we made this curse carved it in the blood on our backs we did not see we could not but she did and in the end what will i become senwa saga hellblade 2 play it now with game pass Buenos dias, world, from the San Diego Zoo Wildlife Alliance. I'm Marco Went. And I'm Rick Schwartz. And we're your hosts for Season 3 of Amazing Wildlife, a show from iHeartRadio Ruby Studio and the global conservation organization behind the San Diego Zoo and the San Diego Zoo Safari Park. Listen as we dive into the efforts here in San Diego and spotlight the heroes working worldwide to care for the species you know and love. Listen to Amazing Wildlife on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts grin on her face. I couldn't just climb out to escape as it was a tunnel, so I had to try to get out of there. As I was backpedaling, she followed me step for step. I did my best to make sure that I kept distance between us, so she couldn't lunge at me again, but she was gaining on me. 
I actually managed to reason with her. I was so scared of her that I was babbling. I tried to distract her by suggesting we go down a water slide together. It worked as I could see her thinking about it, and she halted her chase of me. I managed to exit the tunnel and water, and she slowly followed but seemed a bit unsure. I immediately felt more safe as I was out of the water and could see other people about as we headed towards the slides. I kept talking all the way up about how fun slides were, etc., but she didn't really speak at all and had a really strange look on her face the entire time. Anyway, after we went down the slides, I caught up with my friends and just stuck with them the rest of the time, as I was still a bit shaken up. I never told them about this as it was a bit embarrassing to admit that a girl had tried to drown me, and as a kid I was worried that I'd get teased for it. But fast forward to adulthood, I learned that my tomboy assailant turned out to be a lesbian. She got with her partner who had two or three kids from a previous relationship with a man. Turns out they would torture the kids and eventually unalived one of them. She is currently serving a life sentence in prison. I told my friends about this swimming pool incident after hearing about her crimes and I'm pretty sure that they thought I was just bullshitting as none of them took me seriously at all. Blows my mind kind of to think that I may have been victim number one had I not thrashed and fought the way that I did. Nonetheless, it's a bit crazy to think back as she obviously was a genuine psychopath. And if I hadn't fought her off to escape and convinced her to go down the slide with me, I genuinely think that she would have finished the job in that water park tunnel when we were kids. A good lesson for kids about stranger danger. This took place about five years ago. I was 14 at the time and absolutely loved puzzles. I wanted to buy one but didn't have much money. I ventured out with my sister, who was 12 at the time, short and petite for her age, looking for random toy stores that sold off-brand and cheap toys. We found one in an area of our town that didn't have much activity around. It didn't really look like a toy store in the front, and when you walked in, you could see the shelves full and look like they hadn't been rearranged in years. It kind of seemed like the store didn't really have a reason to be there as I think back. There was a man at the cash register who noticed our coming in. The man looked like the average person you'd expect at the front of a toy store. In his 30s or 40s, slightly heavy set, looked like he had an affinity for toys and comics himself. I didn't really get a weird vibe from him or the store. It was just empty. So we look around and there are no puzzles to be seen. I approach the man and I ask him, Hey, I can't seem to find any puzzles. Do you know if there are any that I'm missing? The man answers, Oh yeah, there are puzzles, but I keep them downstairs. I didn't see any downstairs when we entered the store, but I was like, sure, show me the puzzles. This was like the third store we had tried, so at this point, I just wanted to find my toy, you guys. The man walks around the counter and to this door that you wouldn't notice unless it was pointed out. He opened it and revealed a steep staircase going down. At the bottom was a plain wall. You would have to go left or right to enter whatever the room was. 
It didn't seem like there were any toys down there, being that there was no signage, and it also looked rather dark down there. What stood out to me just as much was, if there really was a downstairs, wouldn't this door already be open? At that moment, I felt my stomach drop, and the get the F out of there man feeling emerge. The man was looking right at me, waiting for my sister and I to walk down in front of him. I was like, uh, well, oh, my mom is calling me. I'll be right back. My sister and I bolted from the store and I haven't been close to it ever since. Maybe there were puzzles down there, but maybe there weren't. I was definitely not going to stay and find out. I think it's also important to note in situations like these that if I was right and that man did have bad intentions, even just a single step closer to the stairs and he could have easily pushed me down and at that moment there would have been no possible escape. I suppose the moral of the story, don't go down random stairs y'all, stay safe.